0: Hey what's up guys Thank you so much for joining us And welcome to the Honest Tattooer Podcast Podcast where we sit down and talk to tattooers, tattoo collectors, tattoo lovers alike And talk about um, tattoos, art And overall, keep it honest It's the most important part So without ado, let's get to it Today we actually have a guest And introduce yourself man
1: I'm Jack, I'm Matt net nephew and
0: i just got my first tattoo that's right that's pretty freaking awesome so today we're going to talk about flash tattoos we're going to talk about um pretty much the the change that's happened over the years of just having a shop that's covered with tattoo flash to now a days pretty much a lot of shops that have zero flash at all you know just blank white walls and uh is that good is it that good is it better i don't know And uh, I mean, it's all preference, but I think that it does play a big part in our industry and most of all in the tattoo artists and the customers uh, experience of the tattoo shop. So when I started tattooing, um, I started off at this uh, street shop and all we had was books. We didn't really have flash on the walls; We had just books. And these books were just collections of, you know, even photocopies of like old flash sheets. Like, there was tons. There had, like, a, a bug, rest in peace. You know, I made a lot of money off of that. Of all his, like, you know, little money roses, the little, like, uh... I hated doing those. Oh, my God. I hated doing those, too. It was like, why am I doing this? It's too hard, and it's not going to be for enough money. <laughs> <laughs> and it had overly detailed things that wouldn't work as tattoos anyways. But uh, I think that over time, I, w- I saw shops going from that to then going to having flash racks, and then to pretty much losing all of that. But it went from, I feel like in 2015 or so, when there was a, a big, big, you know, uh, kind of shift in the industry to everybody wanting custom designs, either because that's what they saw on TV. You know, uh, it probably started before that. Um, the people wanted everything kind of just drawn custom for them to then like uh, a lot of just shops just having not no flash at all.
2: I, I would say that it was before 2015 because if you think about uh miami inc had to have started around 2007 2008 yeah somewhere around there yeah, yeah i think so and uh <clears throat> that's when people really started to see like oh man i don't have to get something just picking off a wall like i can go in and tell the artist what i want and i think that's where that shift started to happen where um people were not so quick just to like walk into a tattoo shop and be like ah, hey, you know I'll, I'll take that one right there and, Yeah. 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 I mean, no matter what, there's, there's still
0: shops that have stayed true to that system, you know, and, uh, those traditional shops are great and they're covered in art. But I think that there, there can be a happy medium, you know, I feel like, you know, on our shop, we have a good amount of like fine art and like tattoo art or art that's inspired by tattoos, but it breaks the traditional form of flash. And I feel like, uh, being in an environment like that really does help. Um, the tattooers and the clients have, you know, open up their imagination to the things that they can do or can get. Um, and I think that that just helps all of us to be able to create, you know? Like, I love the fact that just sitting here, you know, I can look back behind me and, you know, look at a cool lady head and I'm like, oh, that's rad. That's a cool, like, tattoo idea. I can, like, you know, do my own take on that. And if I ever need inspiration for a lion, a tiger, or a dragon, I have those all over the place and pretty easy to kind of search and also motivates my clients to look at the art that I connect with and be like, oh man, that that would be cool to get that back piece. Um, I remember before I did any back pieces or anything like that, uh, I saw this one documentary by Chris O'Donnell, where he talked about, I would draw back pieces and put them on the walls. And my most frequent customers, because they would see it the most, they'd be like, did you tattoo that already? And they'd be like, no, you want to do it, and then they would, you know, like, yeah, man, I want to get my back done, yeah, you know, for sure. And, and I think that that's that's a great that's a great thing. So if you're in a shop where it just has white walls, so uninspiring, I think so. I think it's just a, a, I mean, it's either completely uninspiring or just it's going to force you to use your imagination to figure
2: out something. <laughs> I want to ask Jack something. Have you been in a tattoo shop before today?
1: Um. No, there was, like, I think one in Maryland when we went to the beach. But like, we went in and just looked around, and there was there was stuff on the walls. Okay, like, yeah. Other than that, I know
2: those uh those beach tattoo shops are a whole different world over there, right? Like, Mm -hmm. those are just kind of like I feel like those are like candy shops almost. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They want you in and out as fast as possible. They don't care what those tattoos look like.
0: Possible, but they still have like a level of magic to them. You know what I'm saying? I feel like there's still something really like they make the best stories. I feel like the best stories. Yeah. Cause everybody's having <laughs> a good time on vacation. Yeah. you don't want to get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> it's like slow stress environment. Like it feels like you're, you're, you're going to do something. It's like, you know, the tattoo is not as important as the memory that's going to be For attached sure. to it. Yeah. Um,
2: those are, yeah. Those are the shops you get tattooed that you, you shouldn't really care how good that tattoo comes out yeah it's, it's more about the experience more about the memory the uh the actual tattoo is kind of like bottom of that list of priorities
0: so for jack right mm-hmm. so today's a big day because yeah. today you got your first very first tattoo mm-hmm. and how old are you 18 18 you just turned 18 yeah okay so how how did this come to be for you how did how did it go from you know I want to get a tattoo and I'm going to be here today at this chair and get it. So, like,
1: I've always wanted something from, like, forever because of of Matt. Like, I just look at Matt and I just want something on my arm. But then I think, like, over the summer, I saw, like, I think on your Instagram, the lion, the neo-traditional lion. And I just wanted something like that, but I wanted Matt to put, like, his own spin on it and just cause like the lion means like something to me. So it's not like a pointless tattoo, like just to get something. Like, yeah. So
2: Jack's last name is lions. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty
1: that, sick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's
2: pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. And then I just, I started talking to Matt about it and here we are like birthday present, Christmas
0: present. Oh, that's awesome. Dude. Yeah. Congrats. Congrats on getting your first tattoo.
2: Yeah. It's super exciting. Um, it's weird, man. Tattooing my <laughs> nephew. Like in my mind, he's still like this little kid and we were, you know, riding bikes and hanging out, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, weird yeah, yeah. For him to be old enough for me to tattoo him right now.
0: That's pretty right. Um, do you have a lot of friends around your age that have tattoos already?
1: No. Like,
0: no. I, I know some people in my school, like two people have
1: tattoos only. Mm-hmm. And they're just like words on their arm. Like I can't even read them. I don't even know what they are. Like, And I know a bunch of people want them. Like, my friend Kyle wants something, but it's, like, meaningful. It's for like his dad. But, like, some people, I feel like they just don't know what they
0: want, and they just, I don't even know. Like, they get, like, stupid shit on their arm. Um, I feel like, I know this just because when I was, you know, tattooing at a, at a street shop, and I would do a lot of, like, first-time tattoos, um, a lot of young kids would get short-shot things, like their last name, you know? their uh their grandma or grand- like you know a grandparent's yeah. name yeah, yeah, yeah. or something like that, you know um because I feel like those are the things that we feel our parents are not going to be as mad about
2: <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> well, also, when you're eighteen, I mean you're still young enough that you don't really know what you want, yeah, so you know cool. you just what's the easiest thing? Oh, family, yeah, absolutely, and I think
0: like I was in in that boat where like when I got my first tattoo I was like, oh man, I want to get something um and I just didn't want my mom to be mad at me, but I knew she was going to be mad at me, but I wanted like a half sleeve, but I ended up going with just like a upper shoulder, you know, a little tiny tattoo.
2: And it's covered up now, right? Oh yeah. It's got laser, lasered, covered. Covered
0: lasered and covered. And, uh, story of my first tattoo. I made the choice. I want to get a tattoo. I'm turning 18. I'm going to have to hide it from my mom. Cause she told me do not get a tattoo. And then, uh, I went to the tattoo shop they told me go oh, pick something up you know because i didn't know exactly what i wanted they're like oh pick something from the wall and i looked around for like two hours bro i'm like just obsessing about this and it was a long wait that day so i waited and oh, you were uh, walking yeah, yeah yeah and i waited for a long time and uh pretty much picked something and after i showed it to them they were like oh that'll be like 500 bucks and i said You got something for like (laughs) 250 And they were like, yep. And then I had to look at other stuff, and I just picked up a different design because it didn't really matter too much, like, the design. I just wanted Wanted to to get tattooed. I just wanted to get freaking tattooed, man. That's fair. I just wanted to get tattooed. And uh, clearly, it was a great decision, even though it got lasered. But at least, if I didn't love tattoos, like, at that point, I don't know if I would have, like, you know, Jumped in as early as I did.
2: Do you think that
0: helped spark wanting to be a tattooer? Not at all. Not at all. Not in any way. Yeah. Yeah. It took a long time for me even to consider wanting to tattoo or. Be so, a uh,
2: my first tattoo. I was telling Jack this before. I already was showing some sort of interest in tattoos. I was drawing tattoo designs on all of my friends at school with, do you remember back in the day they had milky pens or gel? Yeah, they were called- Gel pens. Pens. No, they were gel pens, but they were also called milky pens. Milky pens. They were like, uh, they were gel pens, but they had like a creamy consistency to it too. Okay, okay,
0: okay. okay. Um,
2: And I had every color you could possibly think of and I could do like any design that you wanted, right? So I was drawing everything on all my friends and um, I was on vacation with my girlfriend at the time I had these pens with me sitting on the beach, Mm -hmm. and uh, I was just drawing on my arms, and uh, I didn't know what to do. So I was looking for any inspiration anywhere. I'm like, man, I'm on the beach. What could I do? So what do I do? I look at my bathing suit, and I had these generic hibiscus flowers that everybody, every dude has on their bathing suits, right? (laughs) So I draw that (laughs) on my arm. Nice. And uh, my girlfriend takes a picture of it and I carry that picture around with me and I'm like, yeah, you know what? That's pretty cool. I think I'll get this tattooed. So I take that picture to the tattoo artist and I'm like, hey, give me this. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's what you want? I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> and uh, that that was my first tattoo. Dang. Yeah. Dang, dang, dang. Generic dang. Uh, Costco. Looking <laughs> dang. Costco flowers. Like, go oh, Costco
0: flowers. Um, my second tattoo, I drew it off of like A tattoo that uh, Matthew McConaughey had on the movie Ring of Fire. And it was a movie, and he was like a dragon slayer.
2: I've never seen that movie.
0: Uh, Dude, it's terrible, but it's good.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, It actually had really good, like, for its time, like, special effects of dragons and stuff like that. And he was like this, like, kind of barbarian looking dude with like a crazy double, double tribals of dragon that like net on his chest. And I was like, Oh dude, I need to get that. But I'm going to start with one side. Where did you put it? On my arm. And, uh, it was actually on this left side and it was from my elbow to my shoulder. And that was my second tattoo. All right. Cause I wanted to half
2: sleep so bad. And all right. So did that spark anything of, uh, drawing I still your... didn't know about
0: <laughs> tattooing whatsoever. Dude. That, uh,
2: so that, <laughs> that story reminds me because, uh, because I was drawing all these, uh, gel pen milky pen things on uh friends of mine when it came time for them to actually be old enough to get tattooed they would ask me to design their tattoos yeah and uh i was an artist Yeah, i was uh the only guy in in high school who knew how to draw pretty much anything at all yeah but i wasn't good i didn't know how to draw tattoo designs yeah right so in my mind i knew that and i would think all right i'm gonna draw you a design you're gonna take this to your tattooer they'll be like all right cool let me make this tattooable, right? Mm-hmm. Man, I was working with a guy, it was like my senior year of high school. He asked me to draw him a tribal, a tribal band with a cross on it. I'm like, "All right, cool, you know, I'll whip something out at work, you know, <laughs> cutting into my uh, office time, I'm doodling something." And uh I draw this like it's supposed to be symmetrical design, but it's not. Yeah. Right. I didn't even fold the paper to draw that. Like <laughs> try to wing it. Um, the cross is wonky as hell. And I'm like, all right, cool. You know, bring this to your guy. He'll clean it up and you know, you'll get a sick ass tattoo. The tattoo were just traced just straight off of what I drew and put it on this guy. No chance. Dude, it looked terrible. And I felt responsible for it. You feel for responsible for it. For like, it? Like, You're like, like oh, that guy got, did dude? my design exactly yeah.
0: to a T. He could have fixed it. Dude, <laughs> but, I felt so bad. I mean, that's I think that man that sucks because i feel like that happens still a lot but uh i think that that's kind of like the value of having good flash in your shop if you have good flash in your shop then you can get you can bring somebody you know like a, a design and at least that person can look at good designs you know and then not just go off of what their bad terrible imagination
2: yeah or if you've got enough flash, you bring them a design and like, ah, this is cool, but I got something really close, similar like this. You want to do this one instead?
0: Yeah, uh, kind of like uh, like Doug would say, just just get this panther. <laughs> <laughs> how about a panther? Which I think would be great because, like, you know, a lot of times, like people, like we were saying, you know, people want to get tattoos for memories. So if you're gonna get a tattoo for a memory, you can get a cool tattoo for a memory. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be just something related even to what you're doing.
2: You know, well, how do you feel about uh? Someone like, let's say, uh, Jack's age, who, uh, let's say, grandpa or an old relative had this, like, sick-ass tattoo from, like, World War I, ro- not World War I, World War II, yeah. and uh, he wants to get the same tattoo, would you do that same, if he's got a picture of it, would you do that same one, or would you kind of modernize it?
0: I would do it as close as what I think it looked like when it was brand new that's okay. the way I would go about it. You yeah. know, I wouldn't do the same tattoo and make it look like ancient, like grandpa's like, you know, world War II tattoo blown out and crazy. Right. But I would do like a modern, like, you know, like if I took that tattoo brand new and redid it, you know, like that's, that's what I would do. And I've done that actually a couple of times.
2: You would redraw it as if you were in uh, the forties drawing it, or you would draw it as 2020 style.
0: It, I'd see what the person was looking for. I think like, I would still like, like if it's, a traditional tattoo, I would still try to make it look like a clean version of a traditional tattoo. Right. I wouldn't like make it trad or make it like a different style or anything. I would still try to keep it as true as possible to the original, but just do it nice and clean and with like better drawing skills, like especially with like face, like if it's a a face or hands, you know, like a lot of those all drawings have like terrible faces, terrible hands, because a lot of those guys just weren't amazing Artists. They were just really good tattooers, you know.
2: They weren't artists at all.
0: Yeah. Most of them weren't. Yeah. You know? Um, the few that were, their flash is amazing. You know, some of them like uh I still look at like their 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 work and I'm like, wow, that's that's it's freaking rad. Yeah. Um
2: uh, yeah, I mean there's definitely a lot to be said about uh being able to design something that works that small with the limited palette and the limited needle groupings that you have, um, and still make it like a legible tattoo.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think like, um, one of the things that I enjoy about having flash at the shop is being able to get ideas for compositions for, you know, uh, palettes and just color choices, the things like, you know, you can learn so much from, the art that's around you if it's successful art and there's something good about it, it there can be so many little things about it that yeah. can be applied to a different style or a different um even just like a whole different uh subject matter you know like once things are aligned in a certain way you're like oh man i could replace this head with a, an animal or with this and just put the flowers in the same spots it's gonna look sick it's gonna work um, and I think that that makes for really good tattoos. And I think that too many people are trying to reinvent the wheel sometimes in tattooing and not just do something that has been, you know, tried and true and works really, really well. And it's going to, you know, stand the test of time. And yeah.
2: I mean, I'm guilty of that. Sometimes I try to figure out like a new way of doing something and then I'll work on a design for a l- way too long too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'll be like, fuck man, I just wasted all day. And I just go back to what <laughs> I know works. <laughs> you like,
0: this works, man. <laughs> and it works for a reason, you know? It just works. And uh a lot of times, you know, we just want to do like save that for a for a painting, yeah. you know? Save that shit for a painting. Tattoos should be effective, good, and like, you know, there's things that already have done that, you know.
2: So Jack, when uh when you were looking for inspiration for your tattoo, mm-hmm. other than uh the work that you've seen that I did, where else were you pulling inspiration from? Like what other platforms
1: or are- just like um, I see like celebrities and people in like movies, like movie characters, like, um, like they would just have like all these cool ass tattoos and I would be like, I want to cover like my body and like a little bit of them. And then it works. Cause like, I love this one.
2: So, um, is Pinterest a thing in, uh, yeah. people in your age group? Yeah. That's the whole thing.
0: Uh, what celebrity would you say inspires you and in tattoo wise? Um, I was watching
1: um, a, a reason kind of why I wanted it here is because I was watching a UFC fight with all my friends and Conor McGregor had um, this cool ass thing on like his the bottom of his wrist and just the way it looked like when he was walking around just looked so sick.
2: So it was more about like the, um, just the idea of having the tattoo there as opposed to like what it actually was, right?
1: Well, yeah, that, at that time it was, right. but no, now it's not.
2: Like, I, Dude,
0: 100% same, yes. same. There's two tattoos that I got in my life that, and they were very early in my life. And that's the exact reason why I got them. So like one, so I used to, this is another tattoo. I've gotten so many tattoos lasered, by the way. So, <laughs> cause I, I didn't have any money and I didn't have any like knowledge of like good tattoos. I wish I had like somebody in my life like you that knew about good tattoos and had already shown me the way. But like, I got a backwards bird on my neck you know because i liked the way that the wings looked when it, it was pointing in the opposite way and it's because i had seen a tattoo of an angel on the neck and the, i just wanted the wing to come out you know in a certain kind of way around my neck because i liked the way that it fit you know but i didn't want to do an angel so i was like I, but i do want wings and just i thought stupid like wings by themselves like a lot of people get i thought it was dumb you know i was like i don't know it's just wings um so I ended up getting a freaking bird that was backwards and I lived that And then man for years.
2: But did you know it was backwards? Like, did you have the knowledge that this is a backwards tattoo? So
0: the artist was like, look, I really think that we should do it like this. And I was just, no, this is how I want not it. it. Not, I was not having it. You know, they tried to walk me off the edge, but I was like, no, I'm jumping.
2: <laughs> did they explain why? Or they just said that you shouldn't do this.
0: Well, they, they said that, you know, like it, it will look backwards, but, but I was like, looks good to me. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, I already had my, my vision of like what I wanted it to yeah. look like and stuff like that. Um, and then the other one was my first tattoo. Like it was a like kind of the same thing. Like I really liked that the way that a tattoo on the upper arm looked. Yeah. It could have been anything. And I thought it was going to be sick.
2: No, I'm the same way. I, uh, so my celebrity inspiration for a tattoo was, um, my ditch. Mm-hmm. I didn't really care what it was, uh, <laughs> but, uh, ryan dunn remember him ryan dunn he was in the uh the cky crew the uh, bam margera um yes Jack Esquire, yes
0: like all yes that. yes r.i.p C- that guy yes, yeah R. yeah R. yeah
2: so uh he was like my celebrity guy but like oh man that guy's got some pretty cool tattoos and they weren't good tattoos they weren't good I mean, do you know who i'm talking about ryan dunn no um i'll show you uh actually i gotta show you mo- you'll love this movie you ever watch haggard 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 all right, little sidetrack. Haggard is a movie made by Ben Margera. Yeah. And it's an actual movie. It's not like a jackass or whatever. Just, you know, movie being, movie. In, it's a movie, like scripted movie with lines and everything. And uh, it was probably my favorite movie. It, it actually still is. It's my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> and it's about uh, Ryan Dunn is like the main character. His girlfriend breaks up with him mm-hmm. and she cheats on him or she leaves him for, remember, Reykjavik. Ray Rakeon no. was like the big metal dude with the, the crazy hair. Like he just looked like a like a oh yeah, yeah 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 right, yeah So I remember she, that guy. She, his girlfriend leaves Ryan for Rakeon, Kyan. and Rakeon's character is called Hellboy, right? And <laughs> one of the one of the famous lines in the movie is, "Picture a guy named Hellboy. That's what he looks like." <laughs> <laughs> it's like what anyway, the fuck. So um, I used to watch that movie all the time, and Ryan Dunn has, or he had uh, a bomb tattooed in his ditch and that was the only tattoo that was like kind of visible like he had some sporadic things here and there yeah. but like it was just like man that ditch tattoo right on the ditch looked fucking awesome i was like i gotta get something I like gotta that get a ditch tattoo. and that, that's that's what it was i didn't care what i got i got a ditch tattoo
0: yeah and i think like
2: it's it's the aesthetic
0: look it's it's so big you know what i'm saying like and like the power of that You know, became even more apparent. Like as I became a tattooer, and then I started, you know, seeing how people got tattoo trends. And I think easy ones to like point out, like when Rihanna got the freaking Roman numeral symbols on the freaking shoulder, bro. How many times have you done that after? Holy shit! Thank you, Rihanna. We all made money because of you. (laughs) Thank you, girl. (laughs) Carl, I think just did
2: that today. Oh shit! Yeah, look at that. Pretty sure she did.
0: It's called the greatest hits. Once the <laughs> tattoo <laughs> once the tattoo gets done that much, bro, it's the greatest hits. It's going to be around to stay forever. I'm like, man, that was one. And then another one, I think it was like uh, when Bieber got, I don't know what he got, but it's like some words and they're like right kind of below his like from his ear and they go straight down. I've never seen that one. Oh, man. I think I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. It's like like a word or something, but it's like right in his neck. Super thin. Man, crazy. Yeah. Super popular. Rihanna had a
2: couple of ones that sparked a lot of interest, right? She had the uh, The the under boob. The under boob. And
0: then the little gun on the hand. I did a bunch of finger guns.
2: Yep. Yep. Yeah um Angelina Jolie with the the script right oh the fucking script yeah. god damn it the, that was the, the one, Sanskrit
0: yeah. yep you know
2: people wanted the
0: Sanskrit I wonder how many people have like some weird shit that they no one would ever be able to read <laughs> like you know it's like I put this on a website and uh this is what came out yeah. a lot a lot I mean people still like um before that I would feel like it was uh like in the 90s it was like just having some kind of Chinese or Japanese
2: written on you. Yeah. Um, what movie was it that, uh, was it George Clooney who had the tribal on his hands that was supposed to be a whole sleeve?
0: Uh, we're talking about From Dusk Till Dawn. Yes. Yes, he had the tribal that went from his hand all the way to his neck.
2: But you never saw any of it, right? You
0: never. Saw, you just saw the little bit here and the little bit up yeah. there. That's <laughs> it. But you knew that it was all of it. And it uh, it I, looked sick.
2: Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of people are like, man, I got to get a tribal sleeve now. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. That
2: became a super
0: popular tattoo for a while. Um, and I feel like those tattoo trends still hang on. You yeah. know, they come around every, every now and then. I feel like nowadays it's like, man, the last two years, so many blackout
2: sleeves. Just doing it. You know what's really cool that I like? And I, I five years ago, Matt would hate this. But the blast over tattoos.
0: Oh, the blast, like just a tattoo over a tattoo just with no. uh... You ever see a blast over? I think I know you're talking about it.
2: So it would be like if uh, I had this sleeve that I don't really necessarily like anymore, it'd be way too much to laser off and cover. So I'm just going to do something right on top of it, just like super black.
0: Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. If it's done right,
2: it's cool. I think a blast over like
0: you definitely need a a tattoo artist that's experienced in that and
2: that kind of stuff
0: so it can come out pretty red.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You still see the old tattoo. Yeah. You see the new tattoo. Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
0: I feel like that's a cool, it's a cool concept. But again, go to an experienced artist for do things like that. That's it's hard. All right. So uh, one thing we didn't do this uh, yet, you know, what did you
2: work on this week? Yeah. All right. So I had a very exciting week. This is uh, my first day back since Christmas break. How was that? Uh, Christmas sucked. I was sick. I'm trying <laughs> oh, to get over it. If I uh, if I sound a little <laughs> nasally, that's why. <laughs> that's what it is. Um. Yeah, man. Three Christmases in a row, bro. I, I was I was telling these guys before. 2020, my power went out. Didn't do Christmas. Fuck. 2021. I got sick. I was laid out Christmas Day, missed it. And then this year, I was laid out again and I missed Christmas Eve. Um, so, yeah, it was not a good Christmas. <laughs> and, uh, but my first day back, I got to tattoo Jack, um, which was awesome because we were supposed to schedule, we were scheduled to tattoo him on Monday, mm-hmm. uh, the day after New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. So, on the second. But I had an appointment that was uh, coming in from Texas today, who canceled. Oh, yeah, because the travel is still a fucking mess. Yeah. No, it, he canceled way before that. Too. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I don't know what his deal was. Unrelated. But, uh, unrelated. Um, so I got, I was able to get Jack in uh, early, and uh, we gave him his first tattoo. his a nice little lion tattoo. Actually, it's not a little at all. It's yeah. a decent-sized <laughs> tattoo. His whole forearm for his first tattoo. and uh, It was cool. We started, what did we do today? About four hours? Three hours? Something like that?
1: Um. Let me check my phone because I sent a text exactly when we started.
2: Um, yeah, we were we were discussing if we were going to do the whole thing in one shot, but uh, it was in everybody's best interest to break it up into sessions. Which I honestly, there's a part of me who does not like to do that because I'm a uh, I need to see things finished, and I'm I'm a instant gratification kind of person. Yeah. So if uh, if it takes a long time for me to see a completed project it kind of bums me out a little bit, but I know doing a project in two sessions almost always looks better.
0: I agree. Yeah. I agree. Like breaking down a project into two sessions, even just for the fact that you get to saturate your darks even more.
2: Right. Yeah. You get to go back. It. If anything healed a little funny, you have to go back into it. Nobody ever knows. No, it'll just be perfect. And I mean, like at the end of the day, it's, it's just, it's the
0: process, you know, like, um, So especially if you're doing, you know, really, you know, heavy color work, which is what you normally do, you know, like it's you need sometimes to like certain tones just need to get super saturated and like simple certain colors are a little bit more funky than others. So I get really get like a nice, nice, like the uh, saturation
2: as I get older, too the number one reason why I'm more willing to break up into sessions now is because I just don't want to sit here all day tattooing. After like four or five hours, my mind starts wandering. I'm not into it anymore. My back hurts. My hand hurts. I'm like, you know what? And then a lot of times if if I have a client from out of town or like, man, I don't want to have to come back. Now I'm forced to finish this tattoo. Those last two hours, three hours, whatever it is. like is. They're rough. They're rough on him. They're rough on me. I don't have my whole heart into it anymore. Yeah. Like I'm trying to rush to get everything. And I know that like a lot of times that last hour, that even like that last half hour, that makes or breaks the tattoo. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, And yeah, if yeah. you're not in the right mindset, you could oh, really yeah. like ruin it.
0: You can ruin it or or just miss the mark, you know? Like uh, I always think like it, at, at the very end, that's what you have that like, you know, it could be just a matter of
2: 5%,
0: you know? And that makes it, really go overboard like oh man that thing got knocked out of the park
2: i was uh i was doing the westchester tattoo convention
0: oh you hear that thing going crazy <laughs> over there whoa hold on take hold a break on.
2: yeah i do not remember what we were talking about <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's funny i went upstairs and uh these girls literally getting right above her pussy tattooed <laughs>
2: When she, she was standing on the thing taking the picture for the, the podcast before, yeah, I was waiting for her pants to fall.
0: Like, <laughs> I, thought, I thought they <laughs> were coming down. Like, yeah, like, god, they're gonna come down. Yeah, but that. that um. So
2: we, Jack, I don't, you had to have seen it. So we had this girl with her pants down, and then oh,
0: the
1: girl
2: naked. The, there was, Heather was tattooing uh, an older black woman before with her tits flopping around. <laughs> <laughs> no oh my god! No shirt on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man the freedom Uh, which I'll share one of the funniest things like so when I uh, after you know my first few tattoos I knew I wanted to get fucking tattooed like this is like you know like after I crossed over the line I was like I'm going to be a tattooed guy I'm going to be very tattooed I already saw it in my head it's going to be covered and I'm going to I wanted to, after I did my arms, I was like, I want, I had a couple of leg tattoos, but I had nothing from my neck, you know, like up here, all the way down to my knees. That was clean. And, uh, that's when I was like, I'm going to go to somebody that's going to do all of that. And then I committed to one artist, you know, I gonna commit to this person for a while, all this space. And I went and I started getting my torso, my chest, my stomach. All that stuff tattooed, which is the worst, worst, the most painful shit ever. But I got really comfortable at being naked as hell in a tattoo shop during that time. Yeah. That's the one thing you got used to. I like, I didn't know anybody there either other than the guy that was tattooing me. And I didn't know him that well at all. I just like this work when I get tattooed by him. Seth Wood, fucking legend, you know, and I wanted to get tattooed by him. Went to the shop and I was just... A customer and i was already a tattooer at that moment you know but it was uh it was nice to just be like a fly on the wall and just experience you know a different environment
2: there's two types of people when they when it comes to getting tattooed in a uh, private area there's the people like like this girl who's like i don't give a fuck like yeah. anybody can see anything <laughs> yeah like i truly really don't care i'm getting this tattoo for everything i to show it off
0: and show it off and, and I don't then
2: care. there's the girls who, uh, let's say they're getting their ribs tattooed, they'll do everything and anything to make sure that nothing is exposed while they're getting that. Well, <laughs> it makes it almost impossible to tattoo. Like, yeah. They'll almost sometimes have like their shirt or their bra or whatever, like covering the stencil. I'm like, bro, you got to move it at least an inch. Give me some room. <laughs> <And they're> like,
0: <laughs> so, yo, one of the things that really, really would fucking annoy me is when I would be at, the tattoo shop doing one of these like rib tattoos. Right. And you know, the girl is just like holding her boob to cover herself. But then the boyfriend's right there and he's literally like hovering a hoodie, like a little (laughs) curtain over. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? What are you doing? Sit down and get away from me. Just let her drape it over her or something. But you ain't going to just stand there like (laughs) creating a little barrier. What is this? But that would happen. Um, But luckily, some people, like you're saying, some people are like either like, oh, yeah, I don't care. Everything comes off. And then there's people, can you build me a little fort around myself? And like, yeah, well, whatever makes you comfortable at the end of the day, because we know that this hurts and that it's usually you got to be able to feel comfortable. Yeah. Because that shit hurts.
2: You got to be comfortable, but you also got to give us room to work, too.
0: Yes, that's really... The balance. You have to know that if you're gonna get tattooed and you want your torso tattooed, get used to pasties and get over it. Yeah.
2: So you were saying that uh none of your friends have tattoos yet, right? No,
1: but they all want them. They want them. Yeah.
2: Do they have ideas of what they want? Um, or is it kind of just like I yeah, want to be yeah. tattooed?
1: They they do like I said, like over the summer there was a point where I just wanted something and then like now I like it kind of like means something. So everyone like now that wants something has a meaning like Kyle has something for his dad and like my friend, other friend, Nick, like his dad got something that he like when he was little and then got it removed. And for some reason, like Nick wants the same thing
2: he wants to remove
1: tattoo yeah i, I don't know why
2: man i saw something today and I, I don't know if it's real or not i think it is there is a guy that um you ever see this guy who reads all the bad tattoos and the misspelled tattoos oh yeah you see this guy I, yeah so he showed one that uh this guy had carla tattooed on his wrist right <laughs> so he's and it's spelled fine yeah and he goes carla And then he goes on to a couple of other clips of like misspelled tattoos. And then he comes back to this guy with Carla Yeah. and it's black paint with a paint roller just covered over it. Yeah. And he goes, Oh, okay. And then he goes on to reading a couple more misspelled tattoos and he goes back to this guy again. And underneath that black paint with the paint roller is Carla. Carla all over again. He did this thing three times. He had three paint rollers. No way. Three times written Carla. No way.
0: Damn. (laughs) That's you. You see, when I see things like that on the internet, I'm like, was that just really good Photoshop? Uh, I don't know. Was that really good Photoshop? Was it very identical, or that each one has its own uniqueness?
2: Or it was just really good blowjobs?
0: <laughs> <laughs> just Carla fucking. Just, <laughs> Carla had some bomb ass pussy. <laughs> Carla just rocked.
2: No. I had a, I had a, a young girl come in. She was just 18 years old and uh, she wanted to get her boyfriend's name tattooed on her. And I told her, I was like, this is a terrible, terrible yeah. idea. You're 18 years old. I'm like, every time, how long have you been out with, like how long have you been going out with this guy? I'm like, Oh, you know, we, we've uh, been high school sweethearts. We've been going out for about a year. I'm like, that's first of all, it's not high school sweethearts. Yeah. You've been going out with a year. You're 18 years old. Guaranteed you're not going to be with this guy in a couple of months. Right. And uh, she's like, no, 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 we're engaged. We're going to get married. I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> even, even if you are engaged, you're not getting It's married. not going to happen. You're not. Getting- <laughs> and she was like very adamant about getting this tattoo, but I refused to do it. I was like, you're way too young. And uh, I don't know whatever happened if she wound up going to a different tattoo shop, but like there are just some things that like at 18 years old,
0: that's not that, the time. That's not. Yeah. That's not the time.
2: When you're 45 years old, I don't think you should be getting your spouse's name tattooed on Either. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, don't do it. Um, I think I would do it, though, for, if I got married to Leah, when I will, you know? Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like I would get her name tattooed. I would not do it. I feel like if I really loved a girl, I'd, like, not get her name,
1: but something like,
0: like, if she. Would- something with her, like, you know, like something like, that you guys both got yeah, together yeah, or something yeah, like that. Something like that.
2: Yeah, I think that's cool. A matching tattoo or like something that symbolizes uh, your relationship. I <laughs> mean, like,
0: look, baby, just get a cherry blossom like the one I already yeah, yeah, had right
2: Because yeah. <laughs> um, at least if you have uh, an image that could always represent something else if you do guys uh, if you wind up like splitting up you can just like if anybody asks oh what does that tattoo mean you can just make something up exactly but if you've got like Barbara tattooed on your arm there's not a whole lot you can explain
0: think of it as insurance with your future partners (laughs) like just in case you don't want to have to say who Carla is and why you get these black paint brushes (laughs) (laughs) it's like why, why do you have that covered three times three times um,
2: man, there was another one that came in that, uh, you know, it's so funny that like, this never happens to me now. And I guess it's, I don't know if it has to do with the type of work that I do, the type of shop that we're in now, or just yeah. the fact that I've been doing this long enough that people know not to bother with me, bother me about it anymore. But I had a, a guy, man, what the, what the hell was his name? He had a, a weird, um, and he had oh Remington. His name was Remington. Remington. Yes. And
0: what else is that a revolver or a gun? What yeah, is this? It's, Re- gun. it's a gun.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um so Remington had a girl that he would constantly break up with and get back together and break up and get back together. And she got his name tattooed on her ass, I think twice. <laughs> what? <laughs> Not only did that tattoo get covered up once and then tattooed again. His name was also tattooed on her in multiple parts of her body. Wow. Yeah. Like five times was his name on her body.
0: Fucking Remington. Yeah. Damn. She tells all her boyfriends now, I just really like guns.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's so wild. bro. Man. So another year your first tattoo. Mm-hmm. We talked a lot about, you know, our position about like how we saw ourselves of like, I saw, I I hit that moment where I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to get, this is just the beginning of more, you know? Where are you at in that? Do you feel like- I definitely want more. You're like-
2: Did you want more before today or now that you had that you're like-
0: Yeah. Like before today, I, I was like,
1: eventually, like not right away, but eventually I'd probably want something on like my upper arm here, maybe my chest and like my leg. And now I now I definitely want like so many more like I'm in love with this.
2: When I picked up Jack today um, at his house to come down here, um, his mom was trying to get him to <laughs> either reposition that or get a small tattoo. And uh, I was mean, I was half joking, but I was also half serious. Mm-hmm. I said like, "What does it matter if he do if he does that on his upper arm or whatever? Like five years from now, that entire arm is gonna be covered in tattoos. It's gonna right? be covered
0: anyways." And I, that was gonna say you know what I would tell myself like back in the day, it's to kind of like, I got one tattoo like here, then another one there. I would just be like, hey, just go to one guy and let him do that one arm. Just stick to that arm, just little by little, just keep knocking that arm out. Stay with one arm, then just let that sit for a little bit. Let that marinate. Yeah. Yeah, don't go all over the place. Treat them as like, you know, individual little canvases.
2: If uh, if I wasn't dating Nicole at the time when I started getting tattoos or at the age of being able to get tattoos, yeah. I would have so much stupid shit on me all over the place. <laughs> and uh, she, like, because we were just hanging out. I'm like, oh, what do you want to do? I don't know. You want to go get tattooed? And she'd be like, no. no. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I was talking That's about hilarious. this. Uh, when we were talking about how we first got started getting tattooed, yeah. or first started to tattoo, and I said that I had an eBay kit. So I always had a tattoo machine in my room.
0: It was around. And, and you I was like, know, you yeah, let's, went to time let's, anytime. let's do, do something
2: it. on myself. And that is the number one reason why I do not have any of my own tattoos is because she was like, you're not tattooing yourself.
0: That's I, good. I was
2: like, ah, all right. I mean, I got to practice. And she was like, well, you're not doing it on yourself. See,
0: your wife was a voice of reason. She was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Man. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and for tuning in. And as always,
2: um, you could help support the show at patreon.com slash honest tattooer. Um, you know, we, we keep saying this and we never do it. We have, uh, um, an after show that the Patreon page says that we offer and we yeah. never, we've never recorded after <laughs> <show once. laughs> so maybe we'll have to like backlog and do some, uh, after show stuff to kind of throw on there. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, sure.
2: And then uh, also you can follow us on our Instagram. Uh, it's The Honest Tattoo. Not The Honest, just.
0: Honest knife Tattooer.
2: Honest Tattooer. And uh, soon we're going to have our uh, YouTube.
0: Yeah. So you can watch all of the clips. Some of the stuff that maybe you can't see during the podcast in, in
2: its entirety. Yeah, like knife wielding. Like <laughs> <people.
0: laughs> all right, guys. Thank you guys so much. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Jack. Thank you.